Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Panoply, panorama, panpipe, pansy, aha, pansexual, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender. Sound interesting? Then join Sally on Sundays at noon for Out of the Pan. All those gender questions making you think too hard? Whether it's transgender, bisexual, polyamorous or beyond, we'll throw those questions into the pan and cook up the answers for you. So go on, push that gender envelope only on 3CR 855 AM digital and 3cr.org.au.
3CR 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. First broadcasting noon through one every Sunday afternoon. 3CR broadcasts from the lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation and we pay respects to Elders past, present and emerging. Hello to any Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people tuning in and to First Nations people all over the planet and um, acknowledge that all the lands were stolen and never ceded and that reconciliation is an ongoing process. Lots of ways to get in touch with the show, and it's all about media today. Talk about that in a second. Um, and even the, the, the songs are even relatively organised around that as well. Who knows? Um, anyone would think this show was planned, and any such rumours will be considered libelous. Um, so, um, what, how to get in touch with the show? <clears throat> Out of the pan, 855 at gmail.com. SMS 61456751215. Tweet at Sal Gold said so, and that's the bottom line. And look for posts on Facebook, Out of the Pan, 3CR, 855 AM Melbourne, and my page, Sally Gold, the AM. And remember, any opinions on the show are strictly my own and not those of any organisation with which I've been associated past or present. You can also write to the show, PO Box 1277, Collingwood 3066. Don't think there'll be any content warnings on the show today, but um, um, if we need to, we'll mention the numbers in question. Opened up today with um, the tra- a track from Crowded House. Well, to be Crowded House Hour, if you listen to the Fab Crew from Out of the Blue, diving deep for the Marine News, as they always do, they had a hole in the river, um, which seemed an appropriate choice for their show about the Werribee River. And, well, my telly's gone bung, but need you needeth noteth panicketh, because there's all sorts of queer media out there to fill your... Um, have um, um, meet your fill, so to speak, and one that's um, been running in the last few weeks, which is a welcome additional to addition to queer media, because I'm a firm believer that we need every bit of communication and um, connection that we can get. Lance TV launched their LGBTIQ plus digital television platform, and here to communicate with me on this form of media, being radio via Zoom. Um, I have the founder of Lance TV, the wonderful Deb Lord. Deb, good to have you on 3CR. Good afternoon, Sally. Thanks for having me on the show. An absolute pleasure. And um, can I ask, um, um, first of all, get you to say um, which pronouns you use, if any, if that's okay, and also which country you are on today? Yes, no worries, Sally. My pronouns are she, they, and I'm coming to you live from Wadaran country here in Ballarat. Good to have you with us um, up in beyond the the big smog, as we call it. Um, so it's really, it's really, really awesome. Look, you know, but decla- I suppose I could say tongue in cheek, declaring bias that I love queer media. But um, seriously, it is very, very important that we do have lots of queer media because, you know, there's still, um, you know, sort of people, you know, pe- even in this day and age, people may be isolated. They may not know where to turn. And you've um, come up with a fabulous idea, being QCTV, Queer Community Television, um, which you ran for a few weeks. Um, tell us a bit about it. And first of all, start with how the idea for, um, we'll go, acronyms in our community, QCTV, how did it come about? All right. Thanks, Sally. Um, for us, uh, I think the QCTV idea came about actually a few years ago. There was a grant 
that was released, I think it was the Victorian government, about ways of being able to connect community. And by that stage, we'd been doing Lance TV on uh, Facebook for uh, two years Mm -hmm. and we just started uh, broadcasting onto Channel 31 Melbourne. So we thought at that time that we might have had uh, a bit of a track record and and put forward um, a grant idea around how we could work with people in regional communities to start using their phone as a means of documenting their stories and being able to edit those and putting those online, which was kind of the thought at that point. Um, So we kind of thought that Lance TV, as it stood at then, could become this online television platform, but on Facebook. Needless to say, we did not get that grant, but the idea continued, particularly for us being on Channel 31 in 2020 and 2021, where the uh, federal Liberal government were really looking at trying to um, get rid of community TV Mm. on the spectrum to make way for, you know, sales of G5 um, radio waves. Uh, So here at Lands TV, we're not very good at wanting to go backwards over stuff that we've done. Like we, we, we try and remain very forward thinking. So that got our minds working again. It's kind of like, well, what would happen if community TV went? Where would be the authentic LGBTIQ voices? Because what we get through mainstream media is a synthesised version of that. While there is representation on mainstream media, it's very curated and, and kind of toned down for 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 ratings mm-hmm. um but uh yeah pl- platforms like uh, c44 adelaide and channel 31 melbourne here in in victoria really hold space for lgbtiq voices in a really authentic way so revisiting something that we had already thought about and matching that with well we don't want to go backwards but we also don't want to lose the little bit of space that queer voices have in media so we kind of merged those together and tried again so we put in another grant last year with um the regional arts fund and was successful this time around with about sixteen and a half thousand dollars woohoo thank you regional arts fund for connecting quiz particularly um regional areas i mean you know i'm not sure of um, where they're anywhere in the world or this or so-called Australia where it's perfect for queer life. But as a general rule, we know, we know that, say, Melbourne, Canberra, to some extent, Sydney, you know, in inner suburbs the, in Melbourne, um, I'm allowed to call it the latte belt and all that sort of thing. Um, you know, things are going in the right direction is overall a reasonable comment. But we know sometimes that um, regional areas don't have the same services. I did remember... I think it was Transdave Visibility last year where there was a conversation of trans people about life in regional areas and where if you're someone who doesn't fit gender expectations or expressions, you get the right hairstyle, all those things that Melbourne take for granted because there's quite a few alternatives, all those sorts of things. So we definitely need this to connect to regional areas, but of course being digital, um, you've got the whole um, well, you've got the whole, whole wide world in your hands and I'm Apologise um, <clears throat> if I've plagiarised that line from somewhere, um, anywhere, um, and um, you know, sort of um, 
all that sort of thing. So it's really, really important um, to have this in regional areas. So um, who's involved in this um, awesome project that is QC TV? Well, if I if I might just um, um, just segue just for a little bit before yeah. we move forward, uh, I would actually like to acknowledge uh, Lindsay Carillas. Yeah. At this point, we had Lindsay on the show uh, on Lens TV maybe about a month and a half, two months ago, and it came up through conversation that it was Lindsay and a handful of people maybe about fifteen years ago, give or take, and they tried to get a queer community TV uh, platform happening then. I think they were calling it Pride TV. Oh. So so I'm not sure how that panned out back then, but I remember Lindsay saying in that interview as well that, you know, all, all the ideas were there, but maybe the technology wasn't quite prepared for it at that point. So while we are claiming to be Australia's first LGBTIQ digital community television platform, um, the idea, we're not the first ones to have that idea. I just kind of wanted to put that out as record. Can I just um, bump in there that certainly Lindsay is a, you know, a huge um, supporter of queer media, did lots of stuff on bent TV shows, including, if I can be a little self-indulgent with yours, truly on shows like Squeal and all those sorts of great shows in the early 2000s. Um, so certainly lots of credit and um, after some difficult times recently, I think we'll say lots of love to Lynn's one of the one of those sort of nice foundation stones of our rainbow communities. And on a lighter note, yeah, 2005, were we still largely on dial-up internet back then or something? I don't think it could have managed. No, but, but Lindsay being Lindsay, always looking forward, going, here is the way forward. Um, but I think to, to quote Lindsay, it's just the timing was a little bit out. Yeah, but, well, um, look, better to be a visionary than a reactionary is my approach. I agree. <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, huge credit to Lindsay and for all her work um, in terms of the community, including community media. Um, so, you know, as you've got some, you know, sort of um, – it's interesting. I was at a, a gathering this week in Sunbury and people say, don't stand on the shoulders of giants. Walk beside us. So we certainly walk beside a, a giant in terms of Lindsay's pioneering stuff in media. And how did we, um, that, let's say, then keep going forward? Um, and who was involved in, um, apart from um, regional arts um, Victoria, to get us um, to sort of the next stage? Well... Uh, if you wanted to go down the funding path, <clears throat> it was it was Regional Arts Victoria initially through Regional Arts Australia, and it's th- got to us through Regional Arts Victoria. So that's the breakdown there. Mm-hmm. Uh, through that, um, not only did we have the ability to set up the platform, but we also had the ability to go out to a few regional locations and deliver some workshops with people in regional communities in in just using their phones to as I said earlier with the grant the the first grant we offered um, uh, using their phones to collect um, you know digital information to video stuff then using uh, open open source um, editing software for video and uh, audio and using something as simple as um, PowerPoint to to create opening and closing sequences for, for a show. So they were quite successful. Um, 
city of Ballarat also came to the party for us as well. They gave us a, a smaller grant of about a thousand dollars, so we were able to buy you know those flexible tripods with the ball sort of legs. So we were able to get a, a stack of those. We were able to get some wired lavalier mics or lapel mics, mm-hmm. um, and and some uh, adapters for iPhones as well. So that was really kind of the city of Ballarat through the Creative Inspiration Grant. And as part of our application to Regional Arts Victoria for the QCTV funding, we spoke about setting up a, a board. We knew that the current committee of Lands TV Incorporated, which we incorporated in September 2019, we knew that we didn't have those business strengths. Mm. So part of that application to Regional Arts Victoria was to say that we were going to pull together a board from across regional Victoria or across Victoria to um, to see us into the future. And through the Department of Families, Fairness, Housing Victoria, we received an LGBTIQ plus organisational development grant mm. this year for $50,000. We have just... Sent, we, on Friday, we just we had we had done a series of interviews, and on Friday we sent out um, uh, the, the the welcome mat to the successful um, board members who will be joining us uh, in the very near future, and we're very excited by that. Oh, look, very, very awesome. And look, thank you for mentioning all these things because there's probably, I don't, I'm not, you know, I'm not sure when grant rounds open and close, but if people are aware of these things and they go, oh, we've got some awesome project in Ballarat, whether it's, <clears throat> excuse me, queer communities or anyone else, they'll know, um, they'll know about them. I think that's really, really good. And yeah, good. Um, certainly um, Department of Fairness, Families and Housing, which is, well, we love acronyms, but that one's a bit doesn't quite roll off the tongue. Um, but they certainly do good work. Um, um, the def- <laughs> um, and, um, we'll, we'll practice off air, um, you know, and um, declaring any interest. Um, both Buy Alliance and Trans Family, with which I'm involved, receive grants and we've. But similar thing, um, we've been able to get the governance rolling, and it's so important that we have that structure. I think there's lots of creativity in our communities but we do do have to have that other side which sometimes seems in inverted commas boring but of course we know that if we don't get it in there um, it all can sort of come falling down in a big pile of whatever so we want it to keep building and that's um, so important so um, we've got to this point um, where we've got a board and we've got equipment and we've got stuff um, what happened? Um, it's a bit like um, it's a bit like um, girls' school girl books. What did Katie do next? Um, what happened next? Well, then what happened was uh, through a series of wonderful, fortunate events, we got a call from a, a lovely gentleman by the name of Mitchell Kalika, who is the general manager of Five Stream in Brunswick, uh, who came on board and actually did all the heavy lifting in the background and single-handedly built this really functional platform that we've been able to, to stream to over the last four weeks. And I'd also like to acknowledge Aussie Broadband for coming on board and, and being um, a contributor and a partner to, to what it is we're doing. Cool. So then you had the, we'll say, the intangible infrastructure and then you we get to um, what you have been doing. So what? how does it, from a practical end, if I want to be, you know, somehow watch this, be a part of it, what, what happens and what sort of things have been going to air? Okay. Well, 
for us over the last four weeks, we have been very fortunate that our community um, has been able to offer us some video assets so we can conduct the experiment called uh, QCTV over the last four weeks. And we've received um, videos largely that were made in um, 2020 during lockdown. So if there was ever a time to say, thank goodness for the lockdown, mm. um, that I, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that is what I'm saying. And it could be the only good thing that I'm aware yeah. of that really ever came out of COVID besides dolphins swimming up the Venetian rivers. Um, but Ben Murphy has come on board. And, and for those of you who watch Channel 31 would probably know Ben Murphy's live in St Kilda. He's offered us um, you know, a range of shows from him. We've had um, videos from a local uh, video maker called Akesha Temple, uh-huh. who has given us a range of videos, which is talking about um, LGBT people who live with disability. And, mm. and so it's been really important to have those voices on, on this platform. We have had, you know, of course, we've had Lance TV because it's you know, that's where it comes from. But we've also had um, videos from Piano Bar. Again, lots of stuff made during COVID. So, you know, we've had drag shows being played on the platform without losing the audio being, you know, without the audio being muted. We've had a range of videos from uh, Zara Jones and Eli up there in Bendigo through the Speakeasy shows. Uh, Dr. Bree Gorman, who's been doing a, a range of diversity and inclusion conversations from Geelong. Um, there's been there's been such a one. Oh, we've had a series of documentaries as well. Suzanne Phoenix has offered us. Um, oh, I can't remember. I, don't quote me on any names of the the documentaries. But yeah, we've had a handful of documentaries. And through this, what we've been doing is just trying to sort of go. Well, a will it run? Will this platform be able to do what we're wanting it to do? But the other part of this too is is to try and fire the imagination in our community to go, oh gosh, I could make that or I already make stuff and here's a platform or and or to have people talking to each other going, hey, you're a photographer. I write scripts. Why don't we record a comedy show? Why don't we start flexing our, our collective LGBT muscles and actually start being heard without being edited. Sounds really awesome. A huge range. Great to see <clears throat> the disability um, being covered as part of intersectionality and that people are multifaceted and who um, to Akasha and Chloe um, as well. And um, that's, that's a great range of people um, and sort of, you know, um, also slightly different perspectives. What is happening in Geelong might be different to Bendigo. It might not, but you can always compare and contrast, which is really, really good. Um, you know, sort of, I suppose the the question is, I mean, you know, it's obviously been a, a long lot of work and a big lot of work. Were there any, you know, sort of um, challenges to sort of go over, under, around, so to speak, Um uh, um, and I'm oh, sorry, we've only got another 37 minutes on the show, but seriously, <laughs> um, you know, if there were a few you wanted to talk about, because it could also, again, help people to go, oh, that's how you got over that, we, or around or through or under, um, could be worth sharing. Yeah, thanks, Sally. I think at the end of the day, our biggest hurdle has been getting the attention of LGBTIQ media around yeah. this. For us, you know, collectively, like when when you add all the dollars together, this project through funding, we've received 
you know, over $60,000 worth of funding to do this project and trying to get the attention of LGBT media has been quite painful. So thank you for holding space for us because it's all very well doing what we're doing, but if nobody knows about it, then mm. it's destined to fail. And if we are actually a community of LGBTIQ people, then I don't understand beside it being a, a RuPaul uh, exchange these days, like unless you're bigger, better and bolder, you didn't get a foot in. And I know across regional Victoria that there is so much happening out here, even beyond what we're doing. Mm. There is so much happening out here. And I know that people have been trying to get the attention of LGBT media, not only in this state, but across, you know, right around Australia. And it's very rare that you can get a foothold. It's kind of, I don't know if it's gatekeeping or we're not seen to be as important or or what the story is. And I think I think that's been the biggest hurdle and I'm still yet to figure out how to how to work with it. It's um it it's just it's quite infuriating. Oh, absolutely, totally affirm that. That you know, we're we're supposed to be community and so many organizations talk about working together and all the rest of it and it's not happening so totally feels you there um second um you know sort of there's if there's so much more good stuff out there that it's not being heard people aren't getting a chance who knows i mean it's all first and foremost about community but you never know when the next um i don't i'll pluck an well-known queer entertainment name out of thin air, Adam Richard or Magda Zabanski comes along and could just need that start um, with or whatever it is. And look, third of all, thank you um, for your kind words. And that's what 3CR Community Radio is about and particularly the shows here. So I wanted, I'll extend the offer gladly from this show and I'm being pretty confident that um, In Your Face and Queering the Air, the queer-specific shows here, would gladly assist people where we can. It's something that uh, I think needs more discussion as to how we can do that. Yeah. I think also, I mean, um, 3CR have been the cornerstone of of community, um, a community voice. It, 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 It reaches across all all communities, whether it be you know people with cold background, First Nations, LGBT, people who like rock and roll, people who like classical, um, lesbians, gay men, it doesn't matter. Like that, three CR is that cornerstone and is and is actually well known for that. When we're looking at probably the the fastest slicker LGBT media in this country. I think the emphasis has gone from community and onto self-sustainability. It's we need to have the important people as part of this and, and, and we will echo and amplify their stories because it keeps people coming back to us and that's our sustainability. So I think the word community is actually getting lost in, in, in all of this. Mm, yeah, Um <laughs> That's some, look, pretty, um, you've said something very direct in a very diplomatic way. And but I've and I'm a, not famous for that. <laughs> yes. Um, is, is my liberalism coming up the Zoom line to um, Wadawurrung country, but um, my liberal diplomacy or something. But look, I'd, you know, look, I have to agree with you. I, I do feel that some of our community 
our so-called Rainbow Community Media and Rainbow Community Organisations for all their talk about community uh, not really behaving like community. Um, and, and I'll keep, try to keep it diplomatic and play by my own self-imposed rules as well. Mm, we could debate that. Mm, as uh, Mike Moore of Frontline fame in the late 90s would have said, hmm. <laughs> so the test broadcasts um, are winding up today. Um, if I have it right, um, what's um, how do people watch if they do want to watch for the, any part of the rest of today? And then, then what ha- think what um, again? It's the theme for today. What happens next? <laughs> well, that's right. So the final broadcasts start at five thirty this afternoon. I'm going to be doing a bit of a live closing speech, which I was kind of working on just prior to um, appearing here. Uh, we've got Roller Derby on, Dr. Brie Gorman will be chatting with uh, a guest called Kate around diversity and inclusion. We've got Greg Gould's uh, 1998 album launch finale and there's also variety from Piano Bar. The station will close about 9.30 tonight. We also are running a survey monkey at this point because, you know, anybody who's ever received a grant or may, you know, have a bit of insight to grants that, you get the money, but you actually have to then give back the, the information and the measurements and the findings and, and who was involved. So we'd really like to give back a really nice, robust uh, survey outcome to, to Regional Arts Victoria, because that's the one that's coming up, um, about how the viewers experienced the platform. That would be really helpful for us and will help to shape the future of uh, LGBTIQ+. Plus uh, digital community TV in Australia. Too awesome. So you can find all this um, at, um, logically enough, um, a particular website which has a logical name. Um, May I? It's www.qctv.au. So, just, so there's no there's no com there's no org there's no net it's just dot au QCTV so you um, can't really go too far wrong if you plonk that into your search engine um, www.qctv.au queer community TV the platform for LGBTIQ plus Australians anything else you want to throw in um, did we think, I think we covered the the story from preferable go to woe but if there is anything go for it. I just want to mention too that the surveys can be found on the landing site for QCTV. Uh, there is a Facebook page for QCTV with the survey um, uh, pinned to the top of that page. And, of course, you can find uh, the survey at www.landstv.com.au under the QCTV tab. Cool. All right. Well, we'll pop a few of those, a couple of those um um, links into the um, podcast link for this show and make sure people can access and tune in for the um, last broadcast um, for now, we will say. We'll, be opt- we'll keep the optimism and vision going for this afternoon and find out um, what's been going on because I just think it is um, you know, just really, really awesome that people have that sense of connection. People see someone like themselves, yes, queer, but other you know, multiplicities or intersectionalities such as Akasha and um, disability, which we know big issues. There's interestingly an article in the H today which t- touches on how um, autist, autistic people are finding work, and we know that's a neuroprocessing, including autism, is a big one in our community. So people need to see 
people as much like themselves as possible to get it ticking. It is such a boost or or hear them or connect with them. And so it's really, really great that you took the initiative, Deb. Um, and um, in the meantime, Lance TV is still rolling along. We need to give that a mention as well. Yes, every Friday from 9pm on Channel 31. Uh, and we split the stream also to Facebook. So you'll find us on Facebook as well. Lots of ways in this um, high, high-tech age, said the person who remembers when telegrams were bits of paper, to connect with our queer community so there's less isolation. Um, Deb, if that's got it covered, then I will leave you back to your Sunday afternoon, your closing closing ceremony. It's a bit like the Deb Lord Olympics. You've got to write a speech for it. But hugely appreciate your time. Um, as I say, I've said it, I'll keep saying it until I'm um, any colour, rainbow colours in the face. We need connection and queer community media. So it's a vital, vital project. Thanks for your initiative and bringing things to fruition. Sally, thank you so much for holding space for me today. Pleasure. Just hang on a second and um, we'll play some more media-related music um, with um, in a second. And thanks to Deb Lord from QCTV for guesting on the show today. And in the meantime, on 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand, here's Dire Straits.
and Georgia Keats, supported by the Australian Queer Archive, present Queer Ways, retracing Melbourne's queer footprint. Queer Ways is a community art project that maps the queer history of Melbourne, combining our community's stories and voices, past and present, into a permanent, interactive record of being queer in Melbourne. Visit www.queerways.melbourne now to record your story in queer history and explore our city's untold history. Queer Ways, a 3CR supporter. Yarrabug Radio, 10 to 10.30, every Monday morning on 3CR Community Radio. All things to do with cycling in Yarra region and around Melbourne. Listen in. Three CR eight five five AM. Three CR digital. Three CR dot org dot au. Three CR on demand. Out of the pan with Sally. First broadcasting noon through one every Sunday afternoon. Thanks for your company. We just heard a bit of um, Dire Straits. We're having a media theme to our music today. And Money for Nothing, of course, from the Brothers in Arms album of 1985 with Sting assisting on vocals. And yes, can't say it enough, we need media, we need a range of media, and we need to cover, in terms of the rainbow communities, all the stripes and dots and hues, so to speak, H-U-E-S, of the rainbow. Very important that we do, and um, so important that we hear from regional voices as part of that. Um, lots of other news going on. Um, um, touched on one, which I'll uh, during that um, uh, during the um, the chat with Deb Lord, um, which is about autism, and um, we need to consider that most definitely. 
But um, also um, a story that came my way um, overnight, as it does, because I subscribe to the um, bulletin every week by Awa Madawi from The Guardian, which goes worldwide and came, came through just after midnight last night, our time. Um, so it's Saturday morning reading, I gather, in the UK with your Saturday papers. And I will say content note privacy issues and queer issues um, about surveillance software outing students. And um, so, um, you know, sort of the schools are issuing a tablet or laptop pre-programmed with creepy spyware. And that frightens the heck out of me at any time. Um, During the pandemic, remote schooling led to a boom in surveillance software, which let teachers monitor everything kids were doing on school-issued devices. And now that in-person teaching is resumed, the monitoring hasn't stopped. And 89% of teachers have said their schools will continue using the software, up 5%, even though the pandemic is, to some extent, somewhat lesser um, for most people. And, um, you know, sort of um, they're all they claim that it's all about um, preventing self-harm, bullying and school violence. But um, will it work to punish students rather than protect them? Discipline appears to be the predominant intended purpose, quote unquote. Um, And 44 percent of teachers report that student activity monitoring had led to students being contacted by law enforcement. Remembering um, in in the in American schools using this. And so, uh, and then it goes on. This is where we get to the points of interest for this show and for others possibly on 3CR. They've institutionalised law enforcement's access to marginalised students' information and research shows low-income students and students of colour are more likely to use the school-provided devices. And we all know that if you are marginalised, there's more likelihood that you're going to need that help. And that, of course, includes LGBTIQA plus communities. Um, and as Awa writes here, quote, what happens, for example, if someone in a state like Texas were to search for abortion services on their school-issued laptop? Would the police be alerted? Um, then goes to the rights and privacy of LGBTQ students, or LGBTQ plus, as it is being used in the US, um, and um, sort of um, things are being inappropriately flagged as pornographic if they're LGBTQ, when it could be just someone wanting to come out, read their sexuality or gender identity, And um, there have been, according to this article, several reported incidents where software has outed kids to parents without knowledge or consent. If you're in a a situation where you can't come out safely to um, loved ones where you live, that's a very dangerous thing. 13% of students reported that they or someone they knew had had their gender identity or sexual orientation outed by um, such software. So that's pretty disastrous. The American Council of... Um, American Civil Liberty Unions, um, you know, sort of um, onto this. And they've got made a really good point. Every dollar that is spent on monitoring software is a dollar that isn't being spent paying for mental health professionals or teachers. And so it's going to the wrong resources. So a really good news bulletin. Thoroughly recommend subscribing to it. Overwhelmingly um, has lots of information that gets missed um, sort of on the top level proverbial headlines. Um, so give that one some thought. We've had some listener comments um, come in over on the SMS line, which is um, 61456751215 um, from Roving Reporter. Hello, Roving. Um, really loved the interview. We need to see more diversity in the community as well, not just warm white faces, and that's real community. Yep, 
agreed. More representation is at the Melbourne International Film Festival. Nothing to be miffed about there. Um, heaps of films there. Um, agree. And a good um, link, um, um, thanks for this one, on SBS. The Alexander Ball Curious on Curious Australia, which is on SBS On Demand. And the Alexander Ball is an observational documentary extravaganza. It's celebrating Samoan Australian trans woman of colour. Eleganza and the Mianjin Brisbane ballroom scene as she and her ballroom family prepare for one of the biggest pride events of the year, the Alexander Ball. So, well, Pacific X have finished their run, but we still have a little bit of um, Pacifica coming in today. So really, um, really important. Thanks for that one. Lots of um, good things um, to, to look out for. And again, you know, we need all this community media to, you know, sort of make sure that more more people are represented. So that's a classic example. And I did forget to do something prior to playing Dire Straits. I forgot to give a content warning. Um, did before, um, think of this before. I just got a message about the F ruling, um, and I totally apologise for that. Um, and, um, yep, should probably better off not to have played that. Um, went a bit... Um, Yes, not a good decision. Immediately apologise unconditionally. Will not play that song again, or at least might turn it down um, next time we play it. My apologies there. Um, well, um, now I'm I'm tossing up whether to play the next track that I had scheduled, um, which is a track by Pink Williams, but um, only because it has um, discusses right wing contact, but in a cont- um, content, but in a satirical way. Um, and that is um, Pink Williams from The Starving Artist and language warning here, something about Fox News which comes in in the very first line and is repeated, but I think I'm still going to go with it because it's why we need truly queer media as an alternative. 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. News and all the hateful pricks they put on air. Sexist pigs in suits and pygmy girls with bleach blonde hair. And they're in the racist with that nationalistic junk. And the conspiracy theories, they're too stupid to debunk. Pricks they put on air Demagogues in suits and 
Outrageous claims they know they'll never have to prove. They claim to be the only network telling you the facts. And when they're caught in vicious lies, they say they're being attacked. Well, two and a half million people tune in every show. The more the anchors lie, the more their rating numbers grow. Wow, worked up is television gold. But Fox News and all the hateful pricks they put on air. Evangelicals in suits and separate wives with bleach blonde hair. Bangers to white nationalists and neo-Nazi fools. Discrediting the media is a fascist's favorite too. Fox News. And if you like them, fuck, fuck you too. Three CR is about community, and we welcome your participation at the station. Three CR is open to a wide diversity of volunteers, and is a great way to connect with Melbourne's activist community. Have you ever thought about volunteering, doing a reception shift, getting a program on air, training in radio skills, or contributing to one of the station's committees? There are many ways to be involved at Three CR. To find out more, go to threecr.org.au and get in touch. Community Radio. Eight five five. I am. Three CR eight five five AM. Three CR Digital. Three CR dot org dot AU. Three CR On Demand. Out of the Pan with Sally. Um. We just heard from Pink Williams and a song about Fox News. Two other things in the media today. Um, a great article by Graham Willett following on from the Shrine um, situation last week. And um, that's on page 35 of today's um, Sunday Age. And a couple of stories that I think um, come through here. Yvonne Sillett, um, quoting this article, served for 10 years with a very high security clearance In 1988, she was caught up in an army witch hunt accused of lesbianism and her clearance was revoked. This was a terrible blow as much for the humiliation as the loss of her right to do a job that she loved. There is a case from the 1960s of an officer um, being um, considered, discovered to be a homosexual, being drummed out of the service in front of the full contingent of his colleagues. I'm sure I should have given a content warning there. Um, But this is why we need to tell these stories and this is why um, that lighting up the shrine was considered. And Graham Willett, of course, a former president of the Australian Queer Archives founding member and um, a great historian of our communities. 
Um, and um, we'll um, 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 and it is very important, therefore, that we have that. The other article I mentioned in the Age Today, just before we wrap it up, is a great article on page fifteen: Neurodiversity Edge: Why Businesses Are Hiring Autistic People. Um, and eight things workplaces can do for autistic employees, which I think is really good. Recruit differently, send applicants interview questions in advance of this, or use work trials and practical assessments. Offer flexible hours, provide noise cancelling headphones and quiet spaces, give clear and direct instructions and feedback, and have a mentor or buddy system. Don't make assumptions about autistic people, which we shouldn't about anyone, and provide managers with autism training and partner with autism employment experts. Um, so, yep, all great articles in there. And it talks about how many autistic people talk about their challenges in the education system. And um, 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 also um, talk about um, some of the organisations that are employing lots of talent, in, um, including some big organisations in the private and public sectors and Australian Spatial Analytics that um, um, talks about how neurodiversity is our advantage and says our team is simply faster and more precise at data processing. Um, so that just about wraps up the show today. Um, and um, and um, and um, just had a late message in from Roving Reporter on the horrible incarnation of um, Brittany Griner in the US, a queer woman used as a political pawn in Russia. Um, well, um, Russian justice, not exactly um, the greatest that there is at times. Um, and there's a lot of concern, of course, about how trials um, happen over there. Um, anyway, I've got to get out of here and make way for freedom of species if um, I'm ever back again. Um, Jamie Woodhouse um, is the guest today on um, freedom of species, on sentientism. And um, um, and um, Nick has um, kindly sent that in. Nick's been a bit under the weather lately on freedom of species. Um, so um, hopefully we'll be back in um, full gear very, very soon um, and giving you all the animal advocacy news as part of the team um, from Freedom of Species, covering all things animal advocacy, vegan and vegetarian. Um, take it out today. Which one will we go with? There's two tracks lined up, so we'll just see whichever one comes up. We'll um, um, go with um, a track from Stephen Cummings in line with our media theme today, which um, we'll keep going with. Um, and a track called Who Listens to the Radio by the Sports from way back in the late 70s. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan. I'm Sally Goldner. Catch you hopefully next week.
One hand to see 